Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. All right, Hot breath verse. Welcome back to the Hot Breath Podcast, your weekly guide to comedy mastery. This is your host, of course, comedian Joel Byers, and thank you for tuning in today. This is such a special episode inspired by you, the listeners. Yes, hot brethren and sister, and just last week, straight off my tour, I went on a two-week tour called the Trophy Husband Tour, when I got back to Atlanta at 4 a.m., I recorded a quick Type 5 podcast revealing the top lesson I learned from being on tour for two weeks. So if you haven't heard it, go back, check it out, and also know that all of your questions and all of your feedback have been heard. And if you didn't reach out and give your feedback, it's not too late. Definitely reach out and connect with me directly on social media, via my website, whatever it may be, reach out. I do respond, and it is so cool to connect with you. But a lot of you had been reaching out during my tour, and then after hearing last week's Type 5 podcast, you reached out with questions about my tour. And I realized this is a hot topic for a lot of comics. At every single level, whether you are a professional or an open mic or just starting out, going on tour is something that becomes a benchmark of our careers. I remember early on in my career, I went on a tour with some friends. And then now, just this past month, for two weeks, I went on my own two-week tour throughout the Southeast that I booked myself, did everything myself. So a lot of the common questions I were getting made me realize that huh, comics want to go on tour. They want to get out there and start building that fan base and start performing in f different environments because a tour is so valuable in that it gets you out of your comfort zone. It gets you in front of a, an unknown audience. We can get really comfortable in our own scenes and start to get a little complacent or start to get in a little bit of a rut. So going on a tour, no matter how big or small, really is an effective way to just shake it up and... Makes you feel like a comedian. So, a working, touring comedian. So, what I decided to do here, an inspiration from you directly, is do a bit of an on-the-road series. The next three weeks, what I want to do is help you build your own tour. I want to go over the next three weeks everything you will need to know in terms of not only creating your tour but also how to make money on the tour how to save money on the tour and how to just make the most of your experience all the way from start to finish so here we go i'm very excited and i will candidly admit hot, breath. hot brother and dusty slay who has been on the show and has since gone on to you know he's he's on in a new stratosphere now he actually did a cool series on his podcast about how to become a comic. So if you haven't heard that, that is a very valuable resource for a lot of comics. I know we share a lot of the same listeners and 
a lot of the same motivations and it's always cool to hear people that heard him on here that now listen to his podcast and vice versa just if you enjoy comedy go check out his how to become a comic series but after you finish this episode and this on the road series so he dives into the whole realm of comedy and how to just navigate being a comedian and becoming a pro and a lot of stuff about etiquette but I wanted to dive headfirst into specifically how to book your own tour, how to create your own opportunities. Going on tour is the best way to really test your material, develop new material, get more experiences. You hear a lot of comics say that, no, if you want new material, you need to start living new life. You got to live to find new material, and going on tour is definitely an effective way to live. So, next three weeks, we're going to be doing an on-the-road series all about helping you create your own tour. So, even if you're thinking right now, no, I'm not ready for a tour, this is something valuable for you to listen to, and you may even learn that, oh, maybe I am ready for my own tour. Because tour is a subjective term. There are different levels to this tour. You know, you hear tour, and that could mean... Oh, you're on a tour bus and you're touring around the country for 30 weeks, 50 weeks a year. Oh, you're going over to Australia and doing a tour. Or it's, oh, I'm just going to the three nearest cities around me and doing a little tour with some of my friends. There are all different levels to touring. So don't get lost in the sauce of, well, I don't think I want a tour. I'm ready for it. Trust me, wherever level you are starting out right now, you have the opportunity to get out on the road and start living the comedy dream or nightmare, depending on how the tour goes. But after independently booking a two-week tour, I'm so excited to share with you all the lessons I've learned the hard way after almost 10 years of doing comedy. So with all that being said, hot brethren and sisterin, Let's get into the On the Road series. All right, cue sound effect there. And let's dive in, okay? And a lot of this was inspired also by thanking you, the listener. Thank you to those who did join the Patreon. I did just start up a Patreon. There are different tiers you can do from open mic to host level to feature to headliner level, but there's a lot of cool content over there. And video content, I just recently posted an episode of a tour I did of a comics van that he lives in. I posted the video on there and also of me doing a roast at a baby mama baby shower. The things we do for comedy. That was actually the last stop on the Trophy Husband tour was me doing a roast at a baby shower. <laughs> so all that is beside the point. So let's dive in to week one of On the Road series. And this, my hot brethren and sistren, is how to book your own tour. This is a great place to start. How do you even book a tour? How does one even go about getting dates together? Well, Step number one, and I can tell you from my experience with my own personal tour, is I had gigs booked 
in Huntsville and in Nashville on different weeks. And I was thinking, huh, those are in the southeast. I wonder if I can make a tour around those dates and connect them. So one week I was in Nashville, the next week I was in Huntsville, and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to just create a run of shows instead of going to Nashville one day of one week and Huntsville the next? Why not be out on the road the whole time and connect them? So that's where mine started. That's where the Trophy Husband Tour started, was where do you want to go? It helped me that I had two dates booked in the southeast and then realized, oh, I would like to go more around the southeast. So that's how it all started. And how you would like to organize your tour would really be as much as possible in sequential order. What is the most, I don't insert word there, what is the most, what is the easiest route you can take? Now, I wanted to do the southeast, but I didn't want to run out to New Orleans and then come back to Chattanooga and then go out to Houston and then go to Nashville like and then jump down to Athens, Georgia. Like I wanted to make sure it made sense the route I took. Now, this can be easier said than done. And if you're starting out in comedy and you're just trying to book what you can get you may not have the luxury of one leading into the next. So my tour really worked itself out in terms of I went out to New Orleans, Lafayette, Louisiana, Houston, El Dorado, Arkansas, Birmingham, Charlotte, came back, did a corporate gig in Atlanta, went to Huntsville, Went to Maryville, Tennessee, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Nashville, Huntsville again, and then back here in Atlanta for the baby mama baby shower. So how I did that was first understanding where do I want to go. I had two dates booked on the calendar, and I'm actually in the middle of this again right now with November. Is I'm booked at a comedy club in Indiana November 15th and 16th. And then the following weekend, I'm booked in Indianapolis on the 26th and 27th. So what I want to do is connect those dates and make a week-long run through the Midwest. So if you're in the Midwest and you're listening to this, reach out to me. And um, I'd love to get some dates on the calendar and go on another week-long tour. But I first figured out where I want to go and then what is the most logical order. In this, And I actually took notes on this. I wrote this down, and this could be an interesting content to put on Patreon as well. Just the behind-the-scenes organization of the set. So I looked at what is the most logical route. Blue skies, what is the best route for me to take? And I realized going through the southeast, I'd like to hit some cities I hadn't hit before. So where it all started was New Orleans. I had some contacts out there, thanks to the podcast, but getting into, before we get into the contacts, let's also think about who do you want to go with, okay? So think about this, where do you want to go? And this isn't an answer you need to have right now at this moment, but this is an answer you need to give some thought to, because as you organize this tour, there's a lot of work and a lot of invisible 
work that goes into when you see someone post a tour poster, a lot of hours of work and contacts and trial and error went into putting that tour together. So think first, where do you want to go? List them all out. Blue skies and what order would you like to go? This could literally be a three-day tour or three-week tour. But put down where do you want to go and what would be the most logical order. Second, who do you want to go with? Now, I went on this tour alone, but starting out in comedy very early on, I went on what we called the Almost Grown Ups Tour with my buddies uh, Devin Gollinge and Ryan Danisco. And this was a three-person tour. We were super young. We called ourselves Road Pups back then. Um, and this wasn't a fancy tour, and this wasn't the most logical in, we talked about sequence. We went up to, like, Virginia, and we were in, like, Indiana, and then we came down to, like, Tennessee. Like, there was no real order. The shows weren't the best, but the experience was unforgettable. And we learned so much just about the business side, about each other, about ourselves, about our comedy, and does our comedy travel. It's, it's just so many good tests of your comedy on stage and off stage so where do you want to go who do you want to go with are you wanting to do a solo tour or are you wanting to do a multi-person tour I can't say starting out with a multi-person tour does get your feet wet it helps you to save money because hopefully one of you has a reliable car it also helps with splitting costs in terms of a hotel or if you want to rent a car whatever else other expenses come up as well as booking the tour if there's three of you it's a lot easier and that's why it's really valuable for newer comics as well it's a lot easier for you to pool all of your resources to then make the tour happen as opposed to if you're just alone it's all on you to book it to finance it there's a lot of moving parts within a tour. So if you're newer, I would recommend starting out with just going with a couple of friends. But when you think about who do you want to go with, make sure these are people you don't mind sitting in a car for hours on end. Because tensions can boil. People get hangry. People get grumpy. You see someone at a comedy show and you're all cool because you see them for an hour or two. But when you're in a car for 12 hours straight or you're in a hotel room sleep deprived and someone's not a morning person, there are countless factors that go into a tour that you will learn about with the people you're going on a tour with. So really put thought, just like putting thought into where you want to go, put thought into who you want to go on the tour with. And be be thoughtful about this. Don't just have a j knee-jerk reaction to, I want them because they were nice to me. Well, really put some thought into you're going to be around each other for a long time, for long periods of time. So make sure it's someone you don't mind going through those trials and tribulations with. I can tell you the almost grown-ups, we got along great the whole time. There were no real major hiccups, but... At the end of the day, people are people, and true colors have to show it sometimes, so just be thoughtful about who do you want to go on the tour with. And 
maybe make it a well-rounded tour. You know, do your styles complement each other? What can each of you bring to the table? Set out some feelers as well on comics you know that may be even interested on going, that go on tour. That going on tour? That comics that go on tour. I tell you what, boy. Let me get a sip of hot breath water after that. Ah. And shout out to everyone I did meet on tour that got a hot breath water. Salute. I'm telling you, hot brethren and sistren. Every city I went to, there were at least a few comics that came up complimenting the show. So we're doing something right. You telling other comics at open mics really does make a big difference. So shout out to everyone that I connected with on this tour. Absolutely incredible. And that does lead in to the next, which is contacts. Because luckily, this tour really came together because of this podcast. I can honestly say every single show I booked, yeah, every single show I booked was by a listener or via a listener. I really want to say... New Orleans was the only show that wasn't booked directly because of a listener and, and the corporate gigs I did. But the New Orleans shows actually got booked via a listener. I got referred by a listener, but a, the booker wasn't a direct listener. But they were familiar with the show when I reached out to them. But it wasn't a direct connect, if that makes sense. But... All I'm saying is the hot breath verse is growing, and it's because you're spreading it word of mouth. So just think about what contacts you have. What resources can you leverage into building this tour? Do you have uh, local comic friends that know comics in other towns? Because I'm telling you, like, a tour, let's just say you're in Atlanta because that's that's where I live. Thinking of a tour, your tour could literally be, I'm going to go to Birmingham, Huntsville, Chattanooga, then back home. Or I'm going to go to Huntsville, uh, Nashville, Athens, uh, Savannah. Like You can keep it within the southeast. Literally, a tour could be, we're going to go from Atlanta to Athens, Georgia, to Savannah, Georgia, to back to Atlanta. Boom. It's a cool little tour. It's, it's a place you're just out on the road for an extended amount of time just getting on stages and connecting with new fans and comics. So really, when you're thinking about the contact list and how you can start to build this tour, who are your local friends? Do they know people in other scenes? Ask them. Ask people who you have seen on tour. So if you have either comic friends who have been on a tour or you're just on social media and you see a comic posting about being on tour, I think a, a lot of you reached out to me just because you saw I was on tour and just reached out to ask questions about being on tour. Comics are surprisingly accessible, most of us, and we're willing to help. I'll never forget there was a, there's a there's an Atlanta comic named Jared Harris who's been on the show before, but he was like a veteran comic even back to when I back when I started, and we didn't even really know each other. But I hit him up on Facebook asking him a question about moving to L.A. And he actually gave me his phone number and took a phone call. We didn't, we didn't even know. We know each other now, but we didn't even know each other back then. 
he was this guy who had been on like Lopez Tonight and been on Comedy Central, but he was still willing to just take a phone call just to answer my questions about, well, when should I move to L.A. or what is the secret to being funny forever? Like just new comic questions, you know, and he was willing to take the time. And you, what you'll learn in this game, most comics are willing to take the time. We're in this almost secret society as comics. And we want to help each other. We want to see each other succeed because the better we can all get at comedy, the better comedy is going to get. There's, of course, always exceptions to that. But overall, I'm under the belief that the better comedians come out, the better comedy is going to be, especially with how comedy is booming right now. There's a lot of bad comedy out there. So, but there's a lot of good comedy as well. And if we can make the bad comedy less bad or bad for less amount of time, then we all win because comedy wins. So keep that in mind when comics are seeking advice or if you're seeking advice from a comic, you know, comics want to help. So if you're on social media, you don't even have to know this comic. You don't even have to be in the same town as this comic. If you're on Instagram... And there's a comic in Kansas City or in L.A. or Chicago that's out on tour. DM them. Ask them about their tour. How did they book the tour? Um, just whatever it is. Hey, I'm a fan. I see you're out on tour. How's it going? I'm thinking about doing a tour. Just we're all we're all on the same team. All right. At the end of the day, comedy is a community and. We get in this world and we think it's a big world, but when you get outside of the world, you realize most people only know like the top 1% of comedians. So a lot of the time, we're all we've got. So help each other out there. That's why I always encourage listeners, the best way to promote and support the show is by just telling other comics. Because I can tell you about being on the road for two weeks in every city meeting new listeners, that word of mouth really does make a difference. So... Reach out to comics that are on tour or that have been on tour. Ask them questions. If you see comics touring through cities you want to tour through, see what shows they're doing in that town. And then look up that show. And then who is the booker for that show? And then contact that booker. Let them know you're coming through on a tour. Another super powerful way to build your own tour is... Facebook groups. A lot of you have found this show via Facebook groups. So that's another good way to start connecting with other comics in other cities. Pretty much every city has a Facebook group. And some of them even have Facebook groups that say, hey, I'm coming to your town. And then you can post your video clip and see if anyone wants to put you on one of their shows or whatnot. Now, I will say, vouching does go a long way in terms of if you want to go to Chattanooga, for instance, knowing a comic in Chattanooga that can refer you or knowing one of your local comic friends that knows the booker of that show, a referral will go farther than your clip. Most of the time, I can tell you from booking a show here in Atlanta for almost eight years, 
a referral goes a lot farther than a clip. I most of the time didn't even watch the clips. But if so, if one of my friends was like, hey, so-and-so is coming to town. She's really funny. You should put her on. Boom. I don't even second guess it. She's on the show now. So if you're going to these other towns and you know other comics that have been there or know the booker of a show, use that relationship to your advantage and ask them, hey, can I get a referral for this show? Or, hey, do you know who books this show? And if not, Facebook groups. Just go into a Facebook group, ask to join it, interact with some people on there, get to know them, and be like, hey, I'm coming into town. Here's a clip of me. Anybody with stage time, I'd love it. Because also think about this. Um, you're not going to get rich off your early tours, okay? I can tell you right now, on the Almost Grown Ups tour, we did a stop. I don't remember where it was. It may have been in Maryland. I don't know. I need to go back and look at where all we went. It was literally only like three or four stops. But there was one show. The lady that booked us forgot she booked us. And then there wasn't going to be a show. But we're like, well, we're already here. So we did a show for literally like four people, including the staff. And the only people that were there were just like the neighborhood drunks. And, and she was supposed to be getting us a hotel room and all this. She ended up offering us a, a place to stay at her at the venue. She's like, you could sleep in the back. There's cots. And we're like, what is happening? But all lessons learned along the way. So we didn't make money on that one. I can tell you, even on the tour I just did, some of these were just, uh, not upfront payments, they were door deals. So it was based on the amount of tickets sold. So it's not like you're going to get rich, but even if you can just get gas money, it goes a long way. Or if you can supplement it with merch and things like that. But reach out, just putting together a tour, no matter how big or small, it really is a mountain that every comic needs to climb, at least once just to get their feet wet. Now, when you think about, quote, building your tour, there's also a way to um, think about branding your tour. And just one, one, um, one more thing about actual gigs. So we've talked about where do you want to go, who do you want to go with, um, building a contact list, and also think about within all of this where are you going to stay all right these are all these are all things to plan out ahead of time by the way this isn't something you want to just get there and then just figure out this is something you really want to have hammered down beforehand so are you staying in a hotel are you staying with local comics are you staying in your car really think about this hotels can add up very quickly I'm telling you that from personal experience. Hotels can become your biggest expense. So if at all possible, on the Almost Grown Ups tour, I think we stayed in a hotel once, maybe, that we split the cost of. So boom, another advantage of going on a multi-person tour, you split the cost of a single hotel room. Um, most of the time, you can find a place to stay with comics, which is also a good way... If you're referred by another comedian friend, they're more likely to trust you and let you stay with them in some capacity. Not always, but it is a free option. 
And then, of course, I mean, your car is an option. I don't recommend it, but, I mean, I have slept in my car before. But if you can stay in a hotel, great, Airbnb. I think there's a service called, like, couch surfing. Um, there's a bunch of different options, but you really want to think about that ahead of time. And maybe you're going to a city where you have an uncle or an aunt that lives there or a cousin that lives there. You have family in that town that you can stay with. Use that to your advantage. When we're thinking about how much your tour is going to cost you, saving on lodging is a huge way to help you come out in the black on this tour instead of the red. So... Just for the record, the black means you made money, and the red means you lost money. I wasn't making a racial reference there, okay? I know I'm white, and me just saying black is problematic, but that was my attempt at making a joke. I did say that joke in my special. I was like, I'm so white, I can't even say the word black without people going, <gasps> he better say lives matter after that. <laughs> Insert laugh there. So, anyway, moving on, now that we have that settled, let's get in to the final topico of week one of On the Road series, and that is branding your tour. What is, what is the theme of your tour, okay? Uh, mine first tour, mine first, let me take a sip to that. Ah, Fontis. My first tour that I did with Ryan and Devin was called the Almost Grown-Ups Tour. So we branded it like we're kids who are grown-ups. We even took promo images where one of us is in a suit, one of us is in a, a jogging suit, and one of us was in a swimsuit. So we, we played on the theme, Almost Grown-Ups, and we had posters made and we took images, and that all became part of the brand of the tour. Um... This most recent one I did, the Trophy Husband Tour. I had artwork made. I have material about being a trophy husband. It just was an organic fit. What do you want the theme of your tour to be? It could literally be your name plus the word tour as well. There's no real right or wrong way to do it, I would say. But if you're going to go on tour, you know, make it a spectacle. Make it something people may want to come see. People may not come to one of my shows because they're like, Joel Byers, well, who is that? But if they see the word trophy husbands or or the word almost grown-ups with an image of these like baby-faced boys coming to a comedy show, they may be like, oh, that's, that's interesting. I wonder what that is. I'm going to go check that out tonight. And with a theme, there's ways you can tie it into your merchandising as well. But just think about it, you know. Having a specific theme or brand of your tour can really help give direction, not only with maybe some merch you want to bring with you, but also overall how to promote and how to market it as well. So it's something, it's something to think about, okay? So we've talked about in how to book your own tour. Where do you want to go? Let, let, let's sum this up here, okay? Think about these things and write them down. And you don't have to do this in terms of answering all these questions right now, but as you're building your tour, really, really, really give all of these some thought, okay? 
Number one, where do you want to go? And try to organize those locations in a logical order that one leads to the next. Number two, who do you want to go with? Are you going at this alone? Are you going at this with several of your friends or two of your friends? There's pros and cons to each. The multi-person tour saves you a lot of time and money versus the solo tour. So I didn't do my first solo tour till almost 10 years in after doing, you know, a couple multi-person tours. It's personal preference though. Also, contacts. Who are you going to book your shows through? Getting help from local comics is a great one. Or other comics you've seen on tour that are in towns that you want to go to, reach out to them. Or where towns you want to go to, join their Facebook groups. Reach out to them directly and start connecting with the local comedians there. All those Facebook groups also have lists of shows going on you can reach out to. And this is a good point. Do this ahead of time. Don't listen to this and be like, oh, I'm going to book a tour for next week. No, I booked this tour that I just did months in advance. People book their shows. The shows worth doing are booked out months in advance. So you want to get on their radar as soon as possible. So in all honesty, we're looking pretty much, we're in almost November of 2019. Realistically, you're looking at booking a tour for 2020. This isn't something, because with all the time and effort that this is going to require, you're looking to book a tour early 2020, February, March, maybe. I'm planning a, a tour for next April, and I'm already starting to organize the dates that way as well. So really think about that. And I know I, um, I did say I'm in the middle of also trying to put a run together in the Midwest in November. But that's still a few weeks out, and so far I don't have any dates other than those two comedy club weekends, so it may or may not work out. It is a little bit last minute, so I would say give yourself some breathing room and start booking for early 2020. It takes away the stress of you as well. It gives you time to start building that network. Okay, next, where are you going to stay Give this some thought. Is there a town you have family in that you could stay for free? Really look for free, if at all possible, that is also safe, okay? I also am not a fan of getting into a $20 hotel where you save 40 50 bucks, but then you end up getting bed bugs. Like, a hotel you get what you pay for, and hotel breakfast... Those hotels usually cost a little bit more, but it is worth the expense that you can get that breakfast and then take food for lunch and dinner, which is what I did. And finally, branding your tour. What is the theme of your tour? Give this some thought all around. You know, I we did almost grown-ups because we're all baby-faced and it was we look like little boys and we're on a tour, so we're almost grown-ups. The Trophy Husband, I named my album that, I named my special that, I have material about it. It was just an organic fit. What do you want the brand of your tour to be? It could just be your name as well. I'm not telling you it needs... I'm just telling you a specific theme or brand helps promotion. It gives it, it, gives it a little more pizzazz, if you will, that it's actually some special tour. You can see all the, 
all the major names, if you're seeing like um, Burt Kreischer, the Body Shots World Tour, you know, all comedians have a theme and a name to their tours most of the time. So where do you want to go? Who do you want to go with? Who are you going to book shows with? Where are you going to stay? And then what is the theme or brand of your tour? Now, I hope this was helpful. If there's anything I overlooked, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm doing this to help as many of you as possible get on tour faster. Start building a new fan base beyond just locally. Start connecting with new comics. I met so many new comics and so many new fans going out on tour. I found it so valuable that I wish I had this information sooner in my career. So I'm hoping this information will help empower you to take your career into your own hands. A big topic of discussion is how to go full-time in comedy. Starting to get out on tour, getting your material out on the road, seeing what works everywhere, building a network of comics and fans is a great way. Now, we're paying our dues still, people, so not... This isn't a cash grab, okay? Some people make more money than others. Uh, I did come out in the black on my most recent tour, but I by no means, you know, killed it, broke the bank. But it was a worthwhile investment for sure. So you're not going to get rich off the tour, off the bat, in these early tours. You're not going to get rich. So that's why next week's episode is going to be all about how to save money while on tour. So it's going to be super valuable. And these are things that will help you, I think, just in comedy in general, saving money within comedy on your comedy journey. So I'm excited to bring that information to you. We are on the road series. This has been episode one of three. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. In all honesty, please reach out. Let me know what you thought of this. If you do enjoy this podcast and do find it valuable, the easiest way to support it is telling other comics within your scene about this show that we exist and we're here to help. It's for comics, by comics. And if you want to show support for the show, Patreon. That has become the best way to actually show direct support for the show I do spend hours every single week producing this show, so any contribution you can make on Patreon, you will get it in return with exclusive video content, also writing tips and more. Uh, getting your set analyzed is also an option on the Patreon, so it really does make a difference whether you do the open mic tier all the way to the headliner tier. Just, if anything, go to patreon.com slash hotbreathpod. Just check out. Just see what we got going on over there. And uh, if you like the show, you'll love the Patreon. It's like kind of the, the behind the scenes. So all that being said, hot brethren and sistren, we are getting out of here. Thank you so much for all of your support and time commitment, not only to this show, but to your comedy. It will pay off. Comedy ain't easy, but it is worth it. And the more we can help each other, the more we can help comedy. So, all that being said, you know at the end of these, I always thank my wife, Erin Byers, for making the theme song and making me. And now, until next Monday, 
right here on Hot Breath. Hot Breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.